Yeah, play it. Okay. <laughs> Don't get so impatient, Gorb. Theremin community is very offended. Right uh, now. I've always been beefing with those thereminers. Um, well, we're we're back. It's 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 Gorb 2022. I'm running for office. <laughs> yeah, uh, running for what's what position are you running for, Gorb? The top one. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> top 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 baby. Yeah. Because it's like this, the world I live on, it's like Benjamin Button, like the young control the decision, <laughs> which actually kind of makes some sense in the sense that it's the world they're going to be living in. But, you know, yeah. whatever. That's why John Ossoff got elected. <laughs> oh, we're getting political. Um, we, we have, we have a special, special guest here today. Well, I mean, Ricky's always here, but say, say hi, Ricky. Oh, hi. <laughs> hey. Hi. Oh, hello. Oh, oh, hi. <laughs> um, so do I do I have to refer to myself as Ricky? And I'm sorry, is, is Ricky a Ricky? Ricky? Why would you ask a question like that? <laughs> <laughs> but is, is, is Ricky a recurring? Um, am I... Am I, it's your have name. I, have I <laughs> Why are you so confused, Ricky? <laughs> Ricky? Okay, okay, all right, okay, okay. I'm, uh, I must I'm have been Ricky. that skiing accident from Tahoe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that how, like, okay. Billy Mays died? Like, he hit his head on the, you know, the, like, the OxyClean guy? Didn't it, like, fall on his, uh, like, a um, cabin? I can answer this as the de facto expert on all things Billy Mays related. Yes. He was on an airplane. And I believe mm-hmm. there had been some turbulence or something like that. Um, and he like hit his head slash something like too much oxyclean in the head. engines. <laughs> yeah. Well, funny you should mention that autopsy report, I believe, showed that he did have cocaine in his system. So, so he was snorting oxyclean. <laughs> yeah. And so that begs the question, what are we cleaning our laundry with? Wholesale coke. Okay. we gotta- don't, don't get high on your own supply, Billy. All right, yep. Yep, precisely. <laughs> anyway, they're probably lacing it with fentanyl nowadays. Okay, yeah. pull it back. <laughs> um, Dark turns here on Sorb and Corp. Um, so, um, so who did the last prompt? There's Sorb. a question. The question. Right? Wait, Ricky, do you want to come up with the question? Yeah. Come up with the question. It can be any question that's Googleable, and whoever's more right. Gorb or myself will go will choose who goes first oh um (laughs) oh 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 god um okay 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 um what what is farther from uh like geographically what is farther from 
um, let's see, Portland, Oregon, the Great Barrier Reef, <laughs> or great. the Eiffel Tower. This is Tower. actually a really good one. The Great, great Barrier oh, Reef. That's such a, I'm calling that, it. Gorb, that is better well, than right every other point. question we've ever done. Yeah, that actually is. That's way better. <laughs> that is way better. Okay, so Woo! the Great yeah. Barrier Reef or or the Eiffel Tower, which is closer to Portland, Oregon? Yeah. Yeah, so we're talking like direct miles, right? Okay. Miles? Yes, yes. I might have said which is further, but I don't know if... Um... I, yeah, I assume further. Okay, yeah, that's but, fine. Okay, okay. okay. Um, Gorb, I'm going to let you take the headway and I'm going to take the fallback because I'm pretty sure that you're going to guess wrong. I'm going to go Great Barrier Reef. Let's try it. All right. But it's hard. All right. Are you going to do the Googling or am I? I can do it. Yeah. I guess I'll just go to Google Maps. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. I don't know if that's going to give direct miles. All right. Hold on. Play some, uh, play some interim music, Ricky. Oh, I, I'm, I mean, Ricky, Ricky, make a, make a song. (laughs) This is going to be, okay, I guess, all right, I'm going to have to get a little bit sharper every time I hear Ricky, because I'm like, who's Ricky? <laughs> you are Ricky, gosh. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, the accident. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> typist give me a second oh okay well let's pass the time here ricky um okay uh how how is uh life uh after your skiing accident okay we can Um, get it i got it we're good (laughs) (laughs) you can't just cut us off like that gorb okay so okay sorry no no no. go ahead no i'm sorry Ricky's still very fragile. Like, I mean, there's a major skull fracture. Yeah. Or really, have some compassion. I'm uh, what what happened? I need to wait, know. Wait, like right now? No. I need to know. Hospital, Ricky. Uh, Let Ricky distance. talk. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. I can't tell. I mean, okay. No, but if I tell you what happens, listen, that's going to pull from my creative storytelling abilities. Oh, so, um, that's fair. that's right. Well, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky is divining a story for us today, which uh, yeah, our, yeah. our humble listener does not know yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. well then it's going to remain a secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll never know. Good luck. <laughs> okay, for uh, reference, yes, the distance from Portland to Paris is five thousand one hundred twenty-two miles. Oh. The distance wow. from Portland to the Great Barrier Reef is 7,090 miles. Oh, my God. That's pretty close. Yeah. Honestly, it, not as far, like, different as I would have expected. Which one did you guess, Gorb? Uh, the Great Barrier Reef. Okay. So you were right. Uh, are you going to go first or am I going first? Um, I'm going to have you go first. Okay. Let me get I'm my ready. timer set up. I'm ready. Bruh. Uh, you gotta love how I said I already had my timer set up, but I didn't do any work. Okay. <laughs> Your oh. prompt is to <laughs> tell me about the best cartographer, map maker, the world has ever known. I'm Go glad ahead. you said what it was because I forgot <laughs> the minute you said the word. 
Wait, can you say it one more time? Uh, clock's, uh, clock's ticking. Um, best map maker the world ever knows. Okay. Once there was a an old man who spent his entire life collecting coins. He It was all he cared about. His name was Bilber. Okay. Is it, Bil- is it the, what time period are we talking here? Also, Ricky, feel free yeah. to jump in with any any questions, even ones that are kind of dickish just to throw Zorb off track. Okay, 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 good, good, good. So he was collecting coins. His his thing got his hobby, hobby. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> his hobby. His hobby got so bad that his wife left him. Was he like a hoarder or like just really addicted to it? He, he instead of bringing the kids to school, instead of getting a job, he would knock on people's houses and pretend to be a traveling salesman just so he could look in their couch for coins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's how badly he, addicted, he was addicted to coin collection. So, Wait, and like, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, oh yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't take my head injury medication today. Um, <laughs> can we, can can you repeat what when is this time period again? This this is uh, during the 1800s. <laughs> okay, broadly, broadly, just 1800s. Are we I, talking Victorian? Are we talking region? Yeah, where are we? Are where we, is we, yeah. Bill I, I wish I could tell you guys. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I so really do. Oh, maybe that's why he needs the map. But here's the thing, Bilber, Bilber doesn't oh, know oh, Bilber. either. That's his name. It's like it's like the, Bill Burr, the comedian, comedian but just okay. squish it together. Just squish it together. What's okay, his okay. Uh, family name? Uh, Burr. Oh. <laughs> Bill Burr. Burr. Oh, Burrow, like like going underground. Bill Burr. Burrow. His name is Bilber Burrow. Okay. Bilber Burrow. Okay. Okay. He's not a hobbit, but um, he was inspired. You know, he, some say he inspired some writing by J.R.R. Tolkien, but we'll get there. Okay. So his wife left him. His his he can't see his children anymore because um, they are going to airplane school in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> there's a secret Leonardo da Vinci academy where his children go and they try and fly those ornithopters. <laughs> okay. So Bilbert, but this, this all doesn't really matter. Okay. Yeah. I just need, you need to understand Bilber as, as a person in order to understand how he got to where he is. Mm-hmm. Because right now, Bilber is under a blood contract. He, like right now is in modern day or like just right as now, the story? Right now as we speak, April oh, wow. someday 2022. <laughs> <laughs> One of those days in April. <laughs> and how he's still alive, we'll get there. Okay. But he, at one point during the 1800s, his early life, when he was but a young strapping gentleman of 63. He knocked on a stranger's door and he said, 
hey, it's me, Bilber. I need to get into your door. And the person was like, just let him in. The people, (laughs) well, it was a 10 year old. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just a strapping aged 10 year old. And uh, the 10 year old was like, okay. (laughs) So, so Bilber is doing his usual routine, right? Like, oh, do you have any, um, God, I can't use vacuums. <laughs> what did they have? Brooms? Brooms. They had brooms. Do you have any brooms? <laughs> and the, the, ten, the 10-year-old was like, oh, well, maybe I have them in the cupboard. Wait, what are these accents? Okay, sorry, continue. He's, he has a speech impediment. Oh, okay. I cannot tell you where I have my brooms. I'm going to go check for them. What? <laughs> One more time, slowly, slower. I'm gonna help you look for your rooms if you don't tell me where they are. Uh-huh. Me, London, right now. And Bilber's like, oh, "What?" <laughs> he doesn't care anymore. He's like, "Okay, do it, whatever you said." And he immediately starts pulling up the couch cushions. Now, here's the thing: inside one of the couch cushions, like under that cushion there was a door and Bilber, that little coin munchkin at the age of 63 <laughs> opens the door. I'm going to make a little coin munchkin and t-shirt. There's a little path that leads under the couch, seemingly to some sort of basement. Ooh. Little boy is over there. Is like, I ain't find my brain yet. I can't find it. <laughs> Oh my god. And, and Bilber's like, okay. So he gets he gets in and he closes the secret door behind him and he starts down the stairs. Is he just going out of curiosity or he, he he's an addict. Their in their- he can't help okay. himself. He like he has kind of this hunch thing where like he feels like there's like coins. Coin nearby. energy. Yeah, like a like a, like a hunch, right? I smell a 17th century doubloon. <laughs> Pretty much. So he's going down and like it's all cobblestone, like built a very long time ago, seemingly type stuff. And he gets further down and he starts to hear some sort of chanting like. <laughs> and he's getting closer and closer. And then he, he puts his ear up to the door and he hears. I think the little man is going to get stuck down here. And Bilber's like, oh, God, this is the broom closet. (laughs) So Bilber keeps moving on. And he gets further, and he hears more chanting and more chanting. And he opens the door, and there are at least 50 to 60 hooded figures all dancing around a giant spinning floating coin that has a smiling pig on it. And he goes further in and he sees... He, it hasn't occurred to him to be like, mm, maybe I should get... A, I guess it's the addiction. Right? He can't <laughs> help himself. <laughs> okay. In front of all these hooded figures, he just is like... Ah! And he runs up and he grabs the coin. <gasps> and he just starts to run back up the stairs. Man needs his juice. Mm-hmm. And he trips. Mm-hmm. He trips and he hits his head on the coin and knocks. He his hits his head out. on the coin? 
on the coin that he's carrying in front of him, like a big arm oh, full God. of books. So it's like he drops it and then it's like head bangs into it. Ooh. Yes, uh, exactly. Not, not for me. So That's why you got to wear a helmet when you're robbing. <laughs> you got to You got to mm-hmm. wear a coin helmet. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Classic thief knowledge. Classic Bilber. So he leans down. For or, legal purposes, in no way related to the comedian Bill Burr, just so we're clear. <laughs> not it's not related, but are they? <laughs> so he wakes up in a bed and he sees a man sitting next to uh, a bed in an underground chamber. Where he wakes up in a bed. Okay, sitting next to his bed or a different sitting, bed? <laughs> sitting next to Bill Burr, Bill Burr's bed. Okay. And he, he looks to his right and he sees a man with three eyes. He's wearing like a monk's robes, two eyes in the normal spots. <laughs> Where's the third one? The third eye is right on his chin. Oh, well, that's wild. Mm. I was just thinking that. So he he is looking at him and Bilber's like, what is happening? Where am I? Like, please let me out. I want my coins. And he's like, you broke up a meeting of the sacred slurping men. Ooh. And Bilber's like, I want my coins. <laughs> so he, he tries to get out of the bed and he realizes he can't move. He can't move one little bone in his body. And um, the mm, three-eyed man. shake soon. <laughs> I can't stop shaking. I need my coins. <laughs> He's like Sonic. <laughs> so um, the three-eyed man, he says, unless you declare fealty to the... Oh, God, what was the cult called? Slurbingers? There was a cult? Slurpings? Slurpingers? Slurp, slurpingers. <laughs> slurpingers, yeah, that sounds right. Ricky, there was a cult. <laughs> Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> so they they he looks at him and he says, "Unless you declare fealty to the slurp and slurp and slurps, that's what they are now." <laughs> that was their name. He he mispronounced it the first time. Well, yeah. I mean, they almost got exposed. They're so like, "Quick, we gotta change the name and change this guy." I guess. Yeah, was... we, we can't let Bilber know. So yeah, but also keep it kind of similar. So like, you know, we know it's the same group text. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It it all works out. <laughs> so. Bilber's like, what do you want? Like, please let me go. And he says, you are, unless you declare fealty to the slurp and slurps, you will never be able to move your body again. Like so Bilber's like, hold him down or like paralyzed? He'll just never be able to move. He can't move a little bone in his body. So he, he says, okay, immediately because he wants to get his coins. So Bilber declares fealty to the slurp and slurps. Cut forward to 50 years later. What they are using Bilber for is they send him on secret missions, not unlike Nicolas Cage. <laughs> from that. National not, Treasure. It's not National Geographic. <laughs> from, from National Treasure to steal and replace famous artifacts. Oh my God. Okay. I mean, he'd probably get a kick out of that, right, though? Because he's like a coin-collecting addict? Well, years the years have put him past his addiction, but he's never been able to break his oath to the Slurp and Slurps. Mm. 
So they, they finally give him a mission where he has to take a map. How much time do I have? Oh my I God. was waiting for you to ask. Uh, you have 10 minutes left. Oh <laughs> okay. So he, he asks for his, he asks what the mission will be. And they say, you're going to have to wait until someday in April in 2022 to know. What's so he gonna he just, do until then? Just like hang out at the lounge? They they but they actually the celebrity starts have a pretty good lounge, you know. Pac-Man. It's like the um, Sky Miles thing in the airport, you know. DDR, but uh the three-eyed man's the best at that. I don't even try and beat him because uh he he could do that thing where you twirl around to do the back and front step at the same time. Does the Slowbringer they pay for pre-SAT pre-check for uh Bill Burr? Because he probably they have pretty good one, benefits, right? actually. Okay. So, What's the health insurance? I've been looking to move. <laughs> join the slurp and slurps. You'll just be stuck forever. So he decides that uh, he'll just spend some time in the arcade. So about 200 years pass or whatever. <laughs> Gotta beat that high score, right? Yeah. Well, they keep the way they keep them alive is by injecting them with uh, old blood from their demon that they worship. Okay, the demon that they worship is named Snickers, like the candy. <clears throat> okay. They Any actually... relation to the kid? Like, did it inspire yes, the candy? Yes, that's how okay, they make right. their money. <laughs> okay. They, they, so they the are the Snickers owners family. of Snickers. <laughs> so they, they... That's why the Snickers eases your hunger so quickly, because it's demon blood. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a Snickers? Then you'll know. <laughs> so... They are, uh, the date finally arrives, you know, he finally hit the leaderboard on Pac-Man. It took him just a, you know, few hundred years. And he is told that his mission, should he choose to take it, which he has to, is to go and take a map that will guide him to the lost city of Tunkadunk. Oh no, not Tunkadunk. <sighs> not Tunkadunk. That's exactly what Bilber said. He said, not again. Because last time they tried to send him to Tunkadunk, he got a swirly. Oh no. You don't Is want Tunkadunk a swirly from ancient Aztec gods. <laughs> so he's like, okay, I guess I'll go. So they, they send Bilber and they send, they also send Drill Man with him. Because what? they have, they have uh, uh, an ability where they capture different people for different reasons who are addicted. And Drill Man, much similarly to Bilber, was going <laughs> from house to house to try and steal different types of drills. Is he at least a good lockpick? Is that why they're bringing him? Or well, is he just... just you wait. Okay. So they're at, they, they arrive there. They get outside of uh, the location of uh, this temple. And uh, they're getting through. There are many traps, you know, like yeah, booby step traps. on the wrong box and arrows are going to fly out through the wall and hit people in the stomach, you know. Mm, classic. Pit full of snakes. Indiana Jones is there. <laughs> so Indiana Jones failed on that one. They just walked no, out of his corpse. <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen the movie where Indiana Jones dies? <laughs> is that the one with the aliens? Nope. He doesn't <laughs> okay. die in that one. <laughs> I don't know. It's this movie. <laughs> so Bilber and Drillman are getting further into the temple. And 
as they get further in, they notice that the temple is oozing blood. <laughs> it's just dripping blood everywhere. And they realize they're inside of the stomach of an animal. <laughs> Ooh. Wait, okay. So there's six grill. minutes left, so. <laughs> <laughs> We're in too deep now, is what Bilber says. <laughs> So he he starts to get the same sense that he used to get all those hundred years hundreds of years ago. Like he's smelling some sort of coin. And he looks to his left and he sees that Drill Man has many different spikes stuck through his body and is dead and stuck to the wall. Ooh. Oh, poor Drill Man. Were they drill bits? Because that would and be Bilber goes, Bilber goes, take that fucker, you're not gonna beat me in Pac-Man anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so he he goes deeper into the cave because he doesn't feel any regret over losing drill man he doesn't care but he follows that instinct and he's get further getting further and further into a tunnel inside of the oozing blood animal that he realizes he's in he sees off in the distance a map that is covered in golden scales what was the problem <laughs> Um, your prompt. Oh my god, what was it? Uh, was it tell me about the, the best cartographer? Yep, that's what it was. Yep. Okay. Thank you, Ricky. And he yeah. gets up to the map with the golden scales, and he opens it up, and it's blank. And Bilber goes, "No, they're gonna ruin Ooh. my adventures. They won't oh, let no. me stay alive." So he decides that he's going to pretend that he couldn't find the map. He gets back to the headquarters of all of the slurp and slurps. And they all say, like, what happened? Did you find the map? Like, blah, blah, blah. He he says, no, I didn't find it. And they say, well, now we're going to have to take, we're going to have to wean you off of the Snickers. (laughs) And you're not going to be able to survive after that. But he found himself. (laughs) He found himself in that Snickers bar. <laughs> so he goes Eat and he, he, coins. <laughs> he, he finds uh, a box of Snickers and he's like, wait, I could just buy these at a store. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, I could have escaped so many years wait, ago. Do Snickers make you live forever? <laughs> yes, but only if you eat them like every two minutes. <laughs> oh, oh, Okay. If you want to be a full Snickers only diet. Yeah, well, you can't eat anything else and you have to eat one every two minutes. It kind of gets pretty exhausting, but hey, if, if you want immortality, there it is. So none of life comes free. Am I he right? escapes and he, he decides that he's going to open up the map and see what happens if he just like looks at it for a long time. Nothing happens. And then he, how much time do I have? Three minutes, 20 seconds. Okay. He opens up his pencil bag that he has <laughs> and he gets frustrated and he throws them all. And he, he notices that one pencil starts to tippy tap on top of the map. And then he realizes that the pencil is drawing a map on top of the golden scale map. And he goes and looks closer and he realizes that it is telling him where pretty much the three most important hidden treasures in the world are. Ooh. 
He's like, what is happening? The first thing that is written on there is a map that shows him where to find the Holy Grail. And he goes, the Holy Grail, that'll probably cure my Snickers addiction. (laughs) (laughs) So he grabs the map and he sets off to try and find the Holy Grail, which it is. It, Where he, is Google, it? he Google Maps did it. It's about in the middle of like a Walmart somewhere in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he so, had the map, but he also used Google Maps. Did he like overlay this, it like CSI? Kind it, of it had it had like the 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 URL or whatever. <laughs> oh, so wasn't this the 1800s? <laughs> he survived. He's. He's alive in the 2022 now. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. I do yeah. remember you mentioned in the, in the April days, some April yes. day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he he follows his Google Maps to the Kansas uh, Walmart because he has a car now. What is this really old man doing buying a car? And the car dealership is like, he has a lot of Snickers. <laughs> we'll just Did let him have this old one. So he drives it. And he arrives at this Walmart. Mm. And all of a sudden in his passenger seat, a figure starts to form. And the figure is like an invisible man. But he Wait, starts... then how could he see the figure? No. Shut up. <laughs> Sider, you have a minute left to finish the story. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Oh. 55 seconds on the clock. Here we go. <laughs> okay, so he... Ah! you're wasting time complaining he gets, 45 he gets seconds to the walmart and the figures there with him and he says i lied to you this isn't where the holy grail is and he kills him okay Silver's with 30 dead. seconds left tell me who and is the invisible best man guy. goes i'm the cartographer i'm them i'm him <laughs> Woo. I'm the 20? best cartographer, and he dances on Bilber's dead body. Is anybody oh. in the Walmart saying this? Uh, yeah, everybody saw it. it was on the news, but he's invisible, so it just looked like some dead guy died, or some guy was just dying out in the parking lot. At the end. <laughs> wow. 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 Oh no. Okay. Woo. All righty. Okay. Oh, we're back. <laughs> they don't they're not gonna know we left because I'm gonna stitch the recording. Oh, together. I mean we were here <laughs> the whole time. Um are we are you ready? Are you god you know damn what? it, Orb, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you gonna throw me a curveball? Because you oh, did so poorly. Oh, I'm man. in so Hold much pain, Orb. I'm gonna throw you a right angle ball. Oh no. Oh, hold on one second. Go. Okay, you got your timer ready? Oh, I I was born ready, Gorb. Are you? are you ready for your prompt? Let's <laughs> give me my prompt. Your prompt is to tell me the worst story. The worst story. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. All right. I can do that. 22.33 on the clock. Here we go. Yep. yep. It is June 2nd, 
2002. Not 1982? N- no, 2002. Okay. Yeah. So what is that, like 20 years after 1982? I think, yeah. Oh, good math. math. Right? Yeah, look at that. You did oh, okay. it. I did it. Um, um, oh, shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it's <laughs> June 2nd. 2002. How's it feel, Gorb? <laughs> we have a young Rufus. A young Rufus Buckingham. Oh, British and family? Related maybe, to Buckingham I, Palace? I, he was an orphan. He doesn't really know. He was adopted at this oh, point. But, dang. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess he took the adopted family's sur- surname. So, yeah, they're probably of English descent. Hmm. And they're in London right now. So yeah, they're they're okay. they're probably English. Okay. So it's a 2002. We have a young Rufus Buckingham. How young? Just call him mm, eight. He's eight. Oh, little he's a little 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 British boy. Yep, little British boy. And so this is where the scene starts to take place for the worst story ever. Oh, no. Now, it's 2002. Young Roof, as they call him. He's going to grade school. When he parties, do they say raise the roof? I mean, he's eight, so not <laughs> not really yet. But, you know, well, I we'll mean, get if it's there. the worst story ever, is he, what's he doing at eight? Is he like, you're assuming together? what you know the context worst is in this oh, definition. I don't so. know. Well, I feel like you're just going to purposely try and throw me off the rails on this one. <laughs> All right. So young Roof, he's going to school and he just pulls up to like homeroom class or whatever they do in England. I don't know. And the teacher comes in and she's like, Mr. Buckingham, Rufus, whatever. Can you come to the principal's office? No, no. All righty. That was a ship. It's not a very Australian, Gorb. (laughs) Well, I mean, he was adopted, right? So maybe he's. Maybe he's related from to Irwins. Yeah, he is. Um, maybe. I don't know. There's probably a <laughs> lot of Irwins. Uh, he's related to the Irwins, but not like the Steve Irwin Irwins. Those are the only Irwins that matter. Exactly, <laughs> Drew. And I'm not going to... That's not, not my name. Okay, oh. so, so Roof goes <laughs> to the principal's office and he walks in in like his little tiny school uniform and he sits down and the principal... principal Gregory looks at him and he says, how are you doing today, Rufus? And he's like, good. And then he's like, that's good. I'm not keeping it up. You can just (laughs) imagine it. And he says, that's good. Um, I have some bad news. And he's like, what is it? And it comes out rarely, um, but you know, it comes out. sporadically. Yeah. Hence why it's such a bad act. When there's a croc nearby. (laughs) So, uh, so he's like, what's the bad news? Um, and the principal's like, well, your parents were eaten by crocodiles no! this morning. And Wait, he was like, I thought he was already an orphan. Wait, are these his adoptive parents? Yeah. Oh, so, God. So, yeah, that what was, is it with that's us what... destroying orphans' lives? Yeah. So he was like, I was just adopted like three months ago. And the principal's like, well, I guess that's good. That So you didn't really learn to love them that much. And he was like, oh, fuck this. And it's back to the orphanage. All right. So, oh, no. <laughs> time check. 
Uh, 18 minutes, Gorb. Cool, here we go. Let's keep moving. Boom. Fast forward three years, 2005. Okay. Young Roof, eight plus three. What is it? 11. He's 11. Okay. Young Roof is 11. Raising Gets the adopted roof. again. This time by the is Salvatore family. Is he a good man or kid? Like, kid? like parents are picking him up because he's, he's like a good kid? Yeah, he's a pretty decent kid. Okay. Until now. <gasps> until, until this family. This is where things start to change. Oh, no. So he gets picked up by the Salvatore family. A couple okay. Italian immigrants, Sicily, moved to London. Are they in the hey, mafia? You, know, you would think so. Okay. But not exactly. Okay. So young roof you know he's still he goes he actually shows up back at the same school like the salvatore family moved into like the same school the other deceased family lived in oh no Which, fun fact is also the same neighborhood he Wait, was born in and then are we not gonna get more background on how his parents were eaten by crocs <laughs> it was just like you know when people go to the Wait, zoo like, and you three see- months after adopting him they're like oh we're taking a trip to australia no it was a zoo in england it's like a london uh, zoo yeah, you know, you see those people at like the zoo where they're like really trying to get a good photo and you see them and you're like, they fall in. Yeah, they're playing with fate right there. Mm. Um, and they were playing with fate and they lost that gamble. And so, yeah, they're crock meat now. Duh. Okay. Um, so, yeah, new family, Salvatore family. Okay. Young Roof, he's going on in there. Parents are great. Everything's great. Goes back to school. Good three months go by. And Roof decides to, you know, his parents are taking him on like a little road trip because it's summertime again. And they're like going up to. <laughs> Bless you, Ricky. Bless you. I'm so sorry. I'm so no, sorry. no. It's, it's, that's going to factor in. Ricky. So what's happening okay. is that. Ricky, um... get back in your cave, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Climb so back actually, in there. For, <laughs> for vacation, they're going to the, uh, the English caves on the coast. Um, and they go there wonderful time they come back as soon as they get back in the car his parents start sneezing uncontrollably oh no now here's the key piece here um what's the main character's name roof roof (laughs) was um he was like face down in a bag of potato chips the whole trip he's a little bit of a chonk at this point oh Uh, no he's like face down a bag of potato chips so he's not that pain somehow (laughs) yeah i mean there's a lot of emotional pain there um, so when I eat the chips, I pretend my parents are <laughs> getting my crocodiles. Well, so what happens was uh, about like two hours into the six-hour drive back to London, his parents really start coughing real hard. Roof oh, no. doesn't know what's going on, and then eventually, the dad passes out, and he was at the steering wheel, like head on the horn. The mom is like trying to help. Wait, like she's like mid driving, mid driving, yeah. They were like coughing the the whole way. Well, yeah, they crash. They crash. Roof goes unconscious. Okay. Time check. 15 minutes. Okay. So Roof wakes up in the hospital in the town of Danbury, London. I don't know if that's a real place. I love that place. Yeah, Danbury. They have the best Danbury's in the whole country. (laughs) Yeah, they're famous for their Danbury's. So Roof wakes up in the hospital. And a cop comes in and he's like, hello, young Rufus Salvatore. That's his last name now because the Buckingham family yep. was eating fried crocodiles. He's switching. He's switching a lot. And he's like, um, 
he's like i have some bad news for you oh no <laughs> um and he was like oh jesus not again are they dead and he's like yep and uh, oh but the thing God. is Gorb, so what like, are you putting us through it's it, well i remember it's the worst story ever right <laughs> so yep. so yeah but the cops like you know what happened what what what'd you see it was like uh we went to the cave um just toured around a bit there was this guy in like a coat he was like the only other dude there and uh yeah then uh just got back in this car they started coughing um and he was like you know do you have any tingles in your throat he's like mm, nothing but like the wait they were walking the around a cave yeah i told you they're going on a tour of the caves for summer like the english caves on the coast oh. yeah <laughs> um so the cop was like uh did you uh do you feel sick at all he's like no just like a dry throat from all the pringles stuck in there you know you eat so many they just kind of just like line the esophagus at this point yeah like, you know pre-grinds nice any food that pringle goes oil down. coating yeah pringle oil um that's what that's, how I cook, that's what i cook things with on my on my stovetop pringle oil the pringles are very renowned potato chip highly yep. prized not as life-sustaining as stickers though no 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 so anyway (laughs) anyway um okay all right so anyway (laughs) the cops like "Hmm, does an autopsy finds out that the reason they started coughing and died it was anthrax oh no someone released anthrax in the cave wait is someone like following him around and killing his parents So what happens next is he doesn't go back to the orphanage. Remember, he's 11 now. We're like 11 and a half. You know, 11-year-olds living on their own. No, no, he's not living on his own. Okay. So as the cops, you know, he's in social services, whatever, just about to go back to the orphanage. Um, He's like, do you have any family? And he was like, I don't really know anybody. Like, I'm an orphan. Never really got to meet the, uh, the Salvatore extended family. And just as he says that, this huge, like huge dude, um, big, big guy, like a top. Wait, hat. wait, was he big or huge? Both, both. Big and huge. Yeah, with an emphasis on the H and the G. <laughs> huge, like that. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so this guy comes in and he speaks in like a, you know, a thick accent. He's like, I'm Mr. Huge, I'm your uncle. Oh, he was geez. like by blood. Uh, he, he, he didn't really know, and the guy never really elaborated. <laughs> and the cops really don't, don't want to talk do all back the to Mister Huge. Yeah, I mean the cops don't want to do paperwork. So they're like, cool, you can go with him. No background check, <laughs> no nothing. It just goes off with this. That team. sounds right. Yeah. So time check. Uh, eleven minutes. Okay. So young roof, he's walking out, and. uh He's like pulling into a, you know, he's like following Mr. Huge into his car. Uh, Roof's a, a big 11 year old, like average size, a little chonky. Mr. Huge is probably at least like seven two, you know. Oh, geez. And like a, like a thick he's guy. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Um, and so Roof is walking out and then there's like these armed, like, you know, mafia style guards everywhere. And uh, Mr. And Huge is like. They, what are they doing? They're guarding the limousine he's about to get into. Is that what guards do? <laughs> Don't kill me, Gorb. <laughs> so anyway, they get oh, a little. Geez. 
<laughs> anyway, um. they get in the limousine and they drive off and they're just driving. Just keep on driving. Time check. Ten minutes. Okay. <laughs> they eventually pull over. Like the windows are so tinted, he can't see where he's going. And they pull over and they step outside. It's like this nice villa area. Ooh. And uh, Roof is like, where are we? And Mr. Huge is like, excuse me. Uh, Mr. Huge is like, uh, we're in um, Macedonia. Like, you know, How'd north of Greece. There? Driving, like, you know. A tunnel. Isn't there like a tunnel under from England probably. to Paris? Yeah, you probably make it by road. So... It's a long drive, but they made it. Um, gotcha. Passed a lot of passport time. checks. Yeah. Well, that was the awkward part, right? Like, nobody talked. Just sitting in silence. Total silence. Not <laughs> even radio. Not even music. <laughs> Just Mr. They, Huge's loud breathing. They didn't even sleep. Nobody even slept in the car. I mean, like, Mr. Roof Huge want- doesn't allow Roof- you to sleep. Roof wanted to close an eyes and go to sleep. But, like, he's been in the orphanage a couple times. He's seen a couple batches of parents well enough. He knows well enough, but they never, never fell asleep. So they pull out at this villa, and Mr. Huge is like, this is your home now. And he's like, oh, again, yeah. you know, he's finally like, who the hell are you? Yeah, what's what's the truth here? And he's like, you'll find out one day. And then he just drives off. Oh, no. And is, the, is like, it, Are things going to get worse, Gorb? <laughs> oh, yeah. So... <laughs> And then he was like, literally, like nobody stayed. Like they just dropped him off at real, really nice villa. Wait, it's like an empty villa? No, it's not empty. It's just like really nice. I mean, they haven't Who's gone there, inside then? yet. Well, hold on, hold on. Okay, sorry, I'm getting. They antsy. all drive off. They all drive off. Okay. And um, he's like, were they driving in a limo? What were they driving in? A limo, yeah, a limo. Okay. Um, and so he looks around. Obviously, the one street sign is in Macedonian, which is like similar to Greek, so he has no idea how to read it. It's just so alpha, like, alpha, guess, alpha, Omega, Omega, Alpha, yeah. Alpha, Omega. Obviously. Theta. He's 11 too, right? So, um, so <laughs> can't he read walk- anyway. <laughs> Definitely not Greek. Um, <laughs> so, so he walks into the villa, and what's weird is, is as soon as he pulls open the door, like this paper starts coming off, and it's literally what? just, it's just a fucking wallpaper that I make it. Yeah, it's not fake. It's just there's wallpaper making it look Paper a lot machine. nicer than it is. And he opens it up and it's another orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh fuck, not again. Why didn't they just send me to one in London? I don't even speak Greek. Macedonian. Okay. Sorry, yeah, I don't know. Well, I get I guess Close Macedonian. Enough. I'm sure it <laughs> translates. Where's our time check going? Seven minutes, Gorb. Okay, cool. So how's it gonna get worse than that? How could it get any worse? That's glad you asked. So he walks into this really shitty orphanage. It's like way worse than the ones in England, which were already to hide it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, and so obviously everybody's speaking Macedonian. Nobody knows English. Uh, or if they do, they don't really care to enlighten him as what's going on. Yeah. So, you know, it's basically a prison, you know. Um, after a couple weeks there, he sees a kid, you know, get up and just leave, not come back. 
Oh, damn. Everybody's talking about it, but he's not really a part of the conversation because he, he doesn't speak Macedonian. So, you know, it's really hard to learn, too, because, like, it's a completely different alphabet and not even anybody speaks English. I mean, through, like, hand signals. But like, does he, he even knows... really know if they're speaking Macedonian? I mean, he, he doesn't They could all just know... be speaking gibberish. <laughs> he wouldn't know. He doesn't really know where he is. I mean, it's probably somewhere near, like, Eastern Europe, Greece. But does signs. he know that for sure? He doesn't, no. It, yeah, he's making assumptions. Um, anyway, <laughs> eventually he sees another kid go the next week. Yep. The kid comes back. What? After how he long? Comes, only after like a couple hours. Like the kid leaves okay. in the morning, comes back at the end of the night. The difference is the kid is like covered in bruises. Oh, right? no. Like, like it was like some fight club stuff. Oh, geez. So... A couple, you know, months go by. He's able to piece together some Macedonian. Basically, what he learns... Time check. Five minutes. What he learns is that Mr. Huge is in the Mafia. Oh. And although he is not, like, super closely related to the Salvatore family, because I know you asked if they were in the Mafia. Yep. They're, like... He's, like, the father's, like, third cousin removed. Um, Yeah. And, like, because the father's not really close to any of his other relatives, he was, like, next. Well, he's the father. He's next not the godfather. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so um, anyway, basically what's happening is he's in, like, a mafia assassin training center. Yeah. Oh, and what? He's able, yeah. Like, so they pick up orphan kids all over the world, and it's basically, like, fight to the death. Most unwanted them. kids. Yeah. It's bum fights, but orphan fights. <laughs> oh, no. It's getting real dark. Um, anyway, it's eight, he's 18 now. Okay. And Wait, that he, means he spent the seven years there. Does he know Macedonian? Yep. No. Yeah, yeah, he figured it out, yeah. He figured it out. <laughs> pretty much nothing else, because he didn't really go to class. It was pretty much just all learning it's how to use say. weapons and stuff. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's 18 obviously like the reason they keep getting so many kids is like it's a fight to the death right you know um so has he had to kill anybody oh yeah tons of kids (laughs) oh yeah tons of other kids so yeah he's 18 he graduates he's a ruthless cold-blooded killer at this oh my god roof what happened to you three three and a half minutes honestly life happened to him (laughs) oh poor roof so He's 18. He goes, he does for the next like couple of years, he's doing hits for the the huge family. Biggest crime family in the all of yeah. Eastern Europe. They, they're definitely the biggest. Yeah, because they're huge. <laughs> um, both physically and metaphorically. Is, is there like a very important target he had to get? Uh, several. He's gotten them all, no problem. Oh my god, he's a professional. He's like, he's like really just like a like a killing machine like he has no emotions anymore oh, jesus time check <laughs> three minutes okay all right so eventually um what was his name roof <laughs> he's he's like out on this killing mission you know assassination mission like let's say nicaragua right he's like going after a cartel member um and i he, guess that's he a killed. good thing i mean <laughs> well, only in that he's part of a cartel too. Wait, Ricky, you're yeah. there. <laughs> so anyway, I gotta wrap listener. this up quick. I'm, I'm powering, I'm powering through. Um, 
he's he kills you know mr louise head of the cartel we'll just go with that um, and okay. he like he opens his desk and he's like searching for like a you know whatever a passport or something for you know whatever verification that he killed on purposes um and he finds a photo oh no and the photo is of like he doesn't really remember what he looks like he doesn't have a lot of photos of it of him as a kid but he definitely knows it's him oh, it's no. the photo of him at like six years old which are right around the memories of when his parents died oh no and in the photo next to him who he assumes are his parents his original his, parents yeah his original parents he doesn't really recognize them fully but like Facial he knows features, at that age he guess. wasn't a, yeah you can guess but next to his parents guess who it is is mr. it mr huge, huge? <gasps> time check one minute and 20 seconds Whew, okay so obviously Rupe is like gotta keep this on lock you can't let anybody know gets back on the plane flies back to the headquarters of macedonia and he's is he gonna like, get revenge oh yeah with the minute and 15 seconds i probably have left i will just <laughs> tell you the final story which is roof gets into like the mafia don's room he's going in for a meeting you know and he's like he's killed everybody it's just him and the boss in there mr huge he like slides out the pistol from under his uh jacket but mr huge just says uh i see you found me and he's right about to pull the trigger and time check 30 seconds he says good job son <gasps> and oh my god dun 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 i'll oh. leave it there because i really want to go further but <laughs> <laughs> oh okay you, did it, you powered oh. through way better than i did <laughs> I just gave up somewhere around 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, okay. Well, um, are you all right? right? Ricky? <laughs> oh, it's Ricky time. All right. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your prompt is to tell me about the most dangerous mm-hmm. mountain. Go. Okay. 11, all right, 11 also, minutes and 11 seconds on the clock. Let it also be known that this is very much past Lil Ricky's bedtime, so we're going to try our best here. <laughs> okay. You had to get right. a bit early after skiing accidents. <laughs> So true. It's so true. My metabolism. Um, okay. The most man. dangerous mountain, mountain in the world. Yeah. So, you might be shocked to know this, but the most dangerous mountain in the world is actually located in Alabama. Oh, I didn't even know they and, had mountains. Yeah. Yeah. It's secret mountains. Secret, <laughs> secret, secret. These South Southern mountains. I, you know what? You know what? The people, the people of Alabama, and it they all know straight, it goes straight to the tippity top. These people, these Alabamians who are keeping what, this. What do they do to uh, Alabamians who want to who want to snitch? 
they kill him oh, on man. top of this mountain. Population's pretty low on over the there. top of the mountain. On top of the mountain, hence why this mountain is so dangerous. So, oh damn! This mountain is called Mount Wanalikyakuchi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, it has existed. Some, uh, you know, scientists say possibly anywhere, like, you know, could have been created anywhere um, between, like, let's say 500,000 years ago to possibly a million years ago. We by, really, like, tectonic plates? By tectonic plates, um, by seismic shifts. Um, or the skulls of people they already killed there. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. So... So there has been a long ancient, I'll say, mythology around this mountain. There have been mm. many tribes that have existed around here. Perhaps they have invoked uh, some of their ancient magic, witchcraft, sorcery uh, to create this mountain, to make this mountain so very dangerous. Now, oh um, yeah, I know. It's really wild. It's really wild. I can't like, wait nobody's for the ever History Channel this. documentary on this. I know, I know. And Ancient you know aliens, what? Alabama mountain. No, no, no. I was going to say, it's not aliens. It's not <gasps> aliens. Oh, but no. you know what else? We don't what? know what it is. Oh, oh, that's even more terrifying. I know, I know. So I said there was a, a conspiracy to keep this all quiet. And the yes. reason why that is, is because, perhaps, but we do know this for a fact, um, that the government structures in Alabama draw their corruption, their power from this mountain, which is why oh things God. are so dark and complicated in Alabama and honestly <laughs> the deep South uh, because of this mountain. There's a radius. <laughs> yes, exactly. It just has like a satellite dish sort of like ability to radiate evil and negativity. And <laughs> And pain. It's very sad. It's it's honestly quite quite sad. It's so, worked quite well. <laughs> no, like that's our southern listeners. What people in Sedona, Arizona think. <laughs> Wait, this is what the people in Sedona, Arizona. Th- oh, because it is also so dark and scary. Oh, but- <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like a new age community. Or oh, like oh yeah, very yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's so it's kind of the opposite of Sedona, Arizona. Yeah, that's right. yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 I got you. I got you. I got you. So, yeah, so this government conspiracy is because this is where um, the government draws all of their malarkey from. Lots oh. and lots of malarkey. Madarkey. Madarkey. Not the malarkey, man. That's like the Please. worst kind of arky. I know, I know it. So, 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 so. Not as bad this as goes- Noah's arky. <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> Sorry. It. Sorry, yeah, Ricky. Go it. ahead, Ricky. <laughs> I want to go home, uh, <laughs> not to Alabama, but to Alabama, to my mountain. Sweet home. Uh, <laughs> sweet, sweet Is home. Is this where your skiing accident was? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Listen, Gorp, let Ricky tell the story. There's probably not much time left. <laughs> right, six minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, all right. So, again, this government conspiracy goes way, way back to ye old yonder times. Um, when the tribes around um, this mountain, did I come up with a name for it? Uh, Mount Alabama. Mount, okay, sure, Mount Alabama, <laughs> right? Um, which is 
is with La Coochie or want to let your coochie speak for um, this is a dark and sad, scary place. Yes. <laughs> so. Exact translation, actually. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. So these tribes, these tribes, warring tribes, um, you know, no good things can come from war. No good things can come from war. So as they would fight each other, as they would come and fight territorial, you know, ancestral, um, incestual (laughs) war. Oh, this war. Brother, I want you. uh, Much like... (laughs) Much like a lot of malarkey going on. So much Um, I'm not sure if it was Gorb or Gorb who said this, but yeah, a lot of bodies piled up. A lot, a lot of bodies. And eventually time passed generation after generation. And these bodies were just being stacked and stacked. And they were like, you know what? This probably like as they were able to sort of whittle down their power structure through all of this warfare, they were like, this is not gonna go well for us. So they decided to cover the bodies uh, they, with sod. With, Were they just leaving rock. them out in the open before? You that? say with like dogs? A pile yes. of bones? <laughs> yes. Yes. To warn the other tribes that you don't want to mess with us. Did you say they you covered just... the bodies with dogs? No. With, with sod, like grass. Oh. And, I guess and that's pine, better, yeah. I mean, sometimes you got to cut up a few dog bones to put them on top, you know, make it more flat. Yeah, exactly. And they said, you know what? We'll even take your dogs. We'll even take those too. Nobody is safe. No one. So, so they're covering it because they're like, you know what? This isn't really like, this has worked so far, but these times are a change. Uh, So we need to kind of cover over our sins and the sins of our, our uh, blood ancestors Mm. um, and move on from this. So they do that. But again, through all of this warfare, there has been a hierarchy that has been created. And over time, over generations, this hierarchy continues to exist in Alabama. And they center themselves around this mountain because, again, this mountain holds deep, dark spiritual energy. And they know that as long as they are near their dark and sinister ancestral home, anything is possible. So, 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 so. Anything possible good or anything possible bad? Bad, like racism. Uh Like like racism, okay? All right. Uh, Three minutes, 30 seconds. Oh my God, okay, okay. (laughs) So, so, stuff is coming out. All this racism, all of this darkness, poverty, poverty, sadness, malnutrition, okay? And- Is it like a physical, like, ray? Like- is it like visible or is it just like a couple like couple meters high like a a bigotry the bigotry ray is just a few clicks off from the gamma ray (laughs) it's just a hill that's like slightly elevated you just don't know that it's just made of dead bodies so many people have accidentally stumbled on this mountain and then they get a really bad tummy ache when that happens when they stumble across it Exactly. And that, that is the darkness starting to take hold, much like um, a horcrux. Yeah, this mountain is basically a horcrux. No. So much sadness, so much darkness. <laughs> I, I just picture crying Ron Weasley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When he runs away, when he runs away, and he said, I'm I hate enough you, of this. Harry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You Vic went to Alabama. Back. Yeah, that's where they were, the forest around. Um, Monolikikuchi. Yeah. 
Anyway, how much time do I have left? You have two minutes left. Okay. God, all right. So (laughs) the way that things have transpired, again, over time, these power structures are so deeply embedded that it has, again, permeated throughout the South. And this is why we have racism, um, again, poverty, malnutrition, okay? Now, people want to say, people want to say, oh my God, it's just the South. The South is just like that. That's how it is. It can never, ever change. What these people do not know is that there is a dark and sinister mountain in Alabama that is sending off a gamma radiation-like energy that is infecting people. And this is a conspiracy. Again, this is a conspiracy to keep power structures in place so that they can put forth their dark and really medarky, um, <laughs> you know, agenda. It's very sad and it's very scary. And oh. so we need to, as a people, as a society, rise up and say no more. And we need to bring attention no more madarky no more madarky it! and we need to go and we need to blow up this mountain how do, how do you defeat up. the mountain you shoot it <laughs> you just, it is alabama come on <laughs> exactly you just start shooting at the mountain <laughs> enough bullets you hit the quota and it just goes away <laughs> exactly exactly because you really can only oh okay yeah so you can only really fight fire with fire in circumstances like these the ends um do be justifying the means (laughs) as as we have learned (laughs) throughout history time and time again um and so right now the governor of alabama i believe his name is um like jacobson crenshaw huntington brown the the 17th yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah oh oh my god is that my timer give you another minute if you want to finish it up okay 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 so right now he is spinning this evil web of lies about you know these are our enemies you know our our brothers and sisters to the south they are not our brothers and sisters you know we cannot be having these people these these people who need help to come um you know all of these black and brown people they're against us america first these are lies to distract us from the truth which is this mountain which is our source of power but also their greatest weakness that we should also be shooting (laughs) that we need to draw all of our weapons all of our firepower and aim it directly at this mountain exactly exactly so that's the most dangerous mountain in the world Oh, great one, Ricky. That was pretty yeah, good. At, at least 23 times better than mine. <laughs> I mean, there was I don't a, really remember you, what yours was even about. I want to forget it. Coins? I uh, yeah, coins? Coin collecting addiction. Bill Burr was involved. Bill Burr. Bill Burr, 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 Burr I don't Burr, want Burr. to remember. Here's the exit theme. So. All right. <laughs> we did it we did it you know you're not sharing your audio right the audio's not shared you didn't do it oh no (laughs) you got it you have permission now you can do it oh please give me permission (laughs) oh god help us oh give me permission daddy (laughs) 
I'm, I'm wondering if you did you have enough truth or not enough truth?